Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode seven of What Cause Inspires You. I am your host, Alicia Gupta, and today I have with me Ishan Goyle. I launched the What Cause Inspires You podcast as a way for students to share the service they are doing in their communities. We encourage youth like Ishan, who are making change to improve the world, to speak up about their stories and become a leader in the movement. Ishan is the founder and president of Essentials for Homeless, an international student-run nonprofit organization that works to provide access to toiletry items for everyone. As a Humanity Rising ambassador, he is deeply passionate and hopeful about the power of people, especially youth, coming together to make unheard of differences in their community. Before we start the presentation, I'd advise everyone to set your video on speaker's view so you can see both me and Ishan as we speak about Essentials for Homeless. As Nico mentioned earlier, we are trying a new webinar style for this Zoom. So let us know if you've been to our previous podcasts, if you prefer this style of doing it um, or the old one where you can see Ishan and I rotate as we speak. All right, we are recording this presentation and we'll post the video on YouTube and Spotify. With that, Ishan, are we ready? Yeah, uh, thanks for having me. Of course. All right, let's start off with why you decided to speak on this podcast and how you heard of What Cause Inspires You. Yeah, so uh, so I first got in touch with uh, Ms. Ferruzzi uh, last January, uh, and I heard about the amazing uh, Humanity Rising movement. And it's truly a unique organization because uh, it tries to connect uh, a lot of people who are doing a lot of great things. and. Uh, yeah, there's uh, really nothing like it. And uh, from there, I heard about the podcast opportunity. Uh, I was really inspired by a lot of the earlier, uh, um, a lot of the earlier uh, podcasts. And um, yeah, I reached out to do my own. Awesome. Did you watch a few of our previous podcasts? I think I saw yeah, you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, I watched uh, the first few. Yeah, I think it's great when all these students who are on our podcast, they can they then are able to connect um, and we're really able to make a bigger impact. Um, so could you explain what Essentials for Homeless is and what you do in your organization? Sure, yeah. So Essentials for Homeless uh, has uh, two major components, but everything is basically uh, based around uh, making sure that everyone has access to uh, uh, the toiletries and uh, hygiene items such as uh, uh, soaps, uh, shampoos, uh, conditioner, all of that. So we do that through uh, two avenues. So the first one is through hotels. So I actually uh, visited a hotel uh, a while ago. I think this was uh, September of 2018. Uh, and, I, um, and I was just curious and I asked uh, the manager there, uh, what do you do with the toiletries that people leave behind but they don't even touch, like they don't use at all? And, um, and this was a pretty uh, mid-scale hotel. I think it's a quality inn. And uh, they said that their corporate simply does not allow them to uh, to reuse them. So even if it's untouched, um, if a guest uh, checks out, they have to throw them away. And that's a complete waste. And that happens multiple times a day across the US in, uh, in thousands of hotels. So I decided to do something about that, at least on, uh, at least on local scale. And I reached out to uh, quite a few hotels in the Bay Area, uh, where I lived uh, near San Francisco. Uh, and I asked them about uh, their policies. And um, I, a very, very large majority uh, said that, uh, you know, they throw away those toiletries. So, uh, so I asked some of them uh, if I could uh, facilitate uh, the donation of those toiletries uh, to local uh, homeless shelters. Um, and that's something we've been doing for a while now. Uh, we have different high school students who, uh, who are partnered up with different hotels and different hotel chains. And they basically uh, go to these hotels and they pick up those toiletries uh, uh, every couple of weeks and they donate them so they don't go to waste. 
So yeah, uh, that's one part. And the second part uh, is what uh, most people do. Uh, so, uh, so our high school ambassadors, uh, they hold uh, hygiene item drives in locations such as schools and hotels, sorry, locations such as uh, schools and churches, and they have a bin um, and they just ask um, uh, people to come and uh, drop by uh, any uh, travel items that they've uh, not used uh, so that the homeless can, uh, can take advantage of those. Yeah, I think that's great. I think we hear about in schools a lot of children who are, um, or collect, their schools are collecting items such as like canned goods to send for the homeless shelters. But I think this innovative idea of upcycling um, resources from the hotels is amazing. So was it the hotel's um, experience that got you inspired to start Essentials for Homeless or was it more of a personal experience? Yeah, for sure. It was definitely that, uh, it was definitely that, um, that uh, light bulb of a moment that, hey, uh, there's this entire uh, untapped uh, potential uh, that can really uh, help homeless people. Uh, and uh, I've had a couple of other experiences uh, with the underprivileged uh, and, and those have really uh, ignited this as well. And, um, and just in general, uh, toiletries and, and personal hygiene is something that's extremely overlooked. Uh, when we think of donations, we often think of food and, uh, and, and just uh, money. But uh, I mean, for a person to feel good, um, like uh, they need to look good and, um, uh, and we really help with that. And, uh, and at a lot of uh, homeless shelters uh, nowadays, uh, there's a big uh, shortage of these toiletry items. A lot of people are donating food uh, and money, but uh, a lot of people just don't think about uh, this cause. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So in terms of growing your organization lately, what have you been up to? Yeah, so it's been a little bit uh, hard uh, in this uh, pandemic time because yeah. uh, just the nature of our drives are, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, touching of items. Um, uh, yeah, and that cycle involves a lot of people. So uh, we've scaled back a lot on our operations, but um, yeah, in this time uh, it's needed more than ever. So, so we do take a monetary uh, donations. Um, so uh, that's one way that we've uh, continued our cause. But other than that, it's, uh, it's, ext uh, it's extremely amazing that it's entirely student led. Uh, we're all uh, high schoolers and, and a few uh, middle schoolers. And, um, and yeah, we just start up uh, chapters across the US and across the world. And yeah, I'm, I'm really happy that all these kids are, are making this big of a difference. Wow, that's amazing. Um, and for a few statistics for the audience here, um, in January of 2018, 500,000 around a little over, um, people were counted as homeless in the United States. Of those, around 200,000, which is 35%, were unsheltered and around 360,000, which is 65% were sheltered. Um, so how does Essentials for Homeless attempt to provide these necessities for the individuals who are unsheltered or can't get access to a community shelter? Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, so the distribution process uh, only can happen uh, after you do the drive. So, so after you do the drive, uh, there's two ways that our chapter heads uh, can distribute them. Uh, the major one is going to like a homeless shelter and something like that uh, and they just uh, give the toiletries there but recently uh, we had a chapter head uh, go out to a large uh, park in downtown san jose it's called uh, saint james park and they just set up a table and um and they had their uh, huge boxes of all those toiletries and they just uh, distributed them uh, to people that don't uh, have as much so that's something that we're definitely uh, looking forward to doing a lot more uh, to reach those people uh, who aren't sheltered and the thing about uh, sheltered versus uh, unsheltered is that there's a lot of people who only get uh, temporary uh, stays in these uh, homeless shelters, like only a few days at a time, um, out of 30 days of a month. 
So yeah, a lot of people are rotating in and out and it's really important to make sure that, uh, that for the limited amount of time that people are at the homeless shelters, uh, they have a good experience and that they can get a shower and they can wash their hands. Yeah, it seems like a lot of factors play into this whole experience to make it go um, kind of smoothly. So it must take up a lot of time. Um, and as a youth activist, starting a nonprofit takes a lot of de de um, dedication. So how are you able to prioritize essentials for homeless in your daily life? Yeah, so one thing that I'm extremely uh, fortunate to have uh, is a lot of uh, great um, uh, other uh, high schoolers. Like uh, at the beginning, it, it definitely took a lot of work to reach out to uh, other high schoolers, especially in uh, different parts of the state of California and even in, uh, even in uh, other states. But now, um, like those uh, same chapter heads are now our uh, ambassadors uh, and they can call on their families and friends uh, to actually uh, start new chapters and all of that. So, uh, so now it's more of a coordination rule for me. It's, uh, I personally am not involved in, you know, uh, like personally expanding the organization and, uh, and reaching out to, uh, to specific people. But uh, it definitely does take a lot of time with, um, uh, you know, a lot of people do have questions and a lot of uh, homeless shelters uh, nitpick a little bit here and there. So, so dealing with that does take a little bit of time. Um, and yeah, uh, just something I'm definitely uh, passionate about. And it doesn't really feel like work uh, when I... Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm sure. And, and I heard you were recognized by the Prudential Spirit of Community Award. So that's amazing as well. Big commence. I think this is a perfect opportunity for me to screen share um, a few of the testimonials. And maybe, Sean, you can talk about it while I do that. Can everyone see my screen there? Uh, not yet. Oops. Um, no worries. Why don't I just read out a little bit then? Um, so a few of the testimonials while this is sharing, I'll just read them out. Um, it says, you give us hope for the future, hopefully one filled with compassion and kindness. Um, and the other one says, your parents must be very proud of you. I am happy to donate to your um, cause and will drop things off as soon as I can. So I think this just goes to speak um, for all the people who are being impacted by this experience, which is amazing. Oops, can you guys see that now? Um, and there was one more saying, I absolutely love that you're doing this. I love your spirit, kudos. So how does this make you feel seeing all these testimonials, Ishan? That's amazing. Uh, uh, and it just, um, it just shows uh, how amazing uh, all of our high schoolers are uh, who are doing all this work uh, and that people really appreciate it. Uh, it's not about uh, volunteering hours or anything. Like uh, we don't like give out uh, volunteering hours. It's more about like the fulfillment that you get like, oh, uh, in my community, uh, I was able to impact uh, X number of people and collect uh, X number of uh, toiletries. So um, yeah, I think the people who join our organization are truly passionate about uh, about making a difference and, and about doing it for the sake of doing so. Yeah. And that's amazing, but with rewards are our challenges. So what are some of those challenges that you've actually encountered since starting Essentials for Homeless? Yeah, uh, so with the hygiene drives, uh, one of the things that's uh, kind of a contentious a little bit is that a lot of people want to donate somewhat uh, used uh, hygiene items. And um, uh, that's one thing we've uh, thought about a lot, um, you know, um, uh, because 
in some cases it just can't be uh, sanitary, but, uh, but some homeless shelters are like, uh, no, uh, like we can take advantage of that and we can use that. So that's one thing we've dealt a lot with, um, a quality control, I guess you can call it. Um, yeah, but, um, yeah, but now uh, since we do have like an influx uh, of hygiene items, we're starting to scale back on, uh, on those and, and mostly accepting uh, newer and, and uh, unused items. So that's one thing that's um, definitely a little bit more challenging. Awesome. And other than chapters in schools, which are going gray right now, where do you see the future of Essentials for Homeless? Yeah, I think uh, one thing that we really haven't tapped into yet uh, is a lot of these uh, larger organizations, uh, such as clubs. So in a lot of high schools across the country, there's stuff like Key Club and UNICEF, uh, stuff like that. And, um, and they're currently doing a lot of uh, independent events. And in some cases, they're even doing uh, hygiene drives. So I think uh, their drives uh, can be even more effective uh, if they use our strategies of, you know, uh, using um, like a, a website like uh, nextdoor.com uh, to advertise those drives uh, and just getting more people engaged uh, through that. Yeah, definitely. I think this podcast is definitely one of lots of steps to get more people engaged in your movement. And we hope that everyone takes advantage of this um, and connects with you because I think this is a powerful place that the movement's going to go to. So a little bit um, background on Humanity Rising for our audience. Humanity Rising is a growing nonprofit organization that provides students a chance for scholarships for change that they make in their community. So as a Humanity Rising ambassador myself, um, I can definitely see Essentials for Homeless aligning with Humanity Rising's beliefs to allow youth to have the power to make change. Um, but Ishan, why do you think Humanity Rising is important and what message do you have for the other students and and our audience today regarding Humanity Rising. Yeah, so as I said earlier, I got in touch with uh, Debbie and um, yeah, uh, in the past year I've seen uh, a lot of this work uh, is just truly from the heart uh, and the leaders of Humanity Rising especially, uh, they do this work just for uh, the sake uh, of the impact that they can make and they take a lot of advice uh, from the ambassadors, for example, we're thinking about uh, how to uh, best implement our service challenges. Uh, and Debbie uh, set up a phone call uh, with myself and a couple of other ambassadors. Uh, and it was really great to see uh, how much she values our input. Uh, and also just in general, uh, it's not about uh, anything other than uh, the impact that, uh, that we can make through Humanity Rising. That's awesome. It's great to hear that from one of our Humanity Rising ambassadors themselves. Um, and if you're ever willing or the audience wants to get engaged more with Humanity Rising, we will be putting our website down in the chat. Um, feel free to contact us. There's so many volunteer opportunities um, and we love binding together to make a change in this world. So Ishan, one last question for you. You did mention a lot of people um, starting chapters, all these students who come to you in your organization to start chapters for Essentials for Homeless. How can others get involved in your organization? Um, and what's your, as we like to call it in Humanity Rising, call to action? Yeah, so for Essentials for Homeless, as I said a little bit earlier, it's a little bit uh, more difficult to hold drives at this, at this very moment, but we're definitely looking uh, forward to getting um, like a more into that uh, steps uh, later in the year. So I really encourage you to uh, fill out a form uh, on our website, essentialsforhomeless.org uh, with the number four. And, uh, and there's a form on the front page if you want to get involved uh, as a potential chapter head. And the thing about, and the thing about getting involved with uh, the organization is that it's very independent and you develop a lot of uh, leadership skills. So if you fill out the form, I'll send you an email about 
about uh, like the next steps uh, and about uh, how you can hold a drive and partner with a hotel potentially in your area and, and make a difference. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ishan. And for everyone out there, I did attach that form to our chat, as well as Ishan's email and website in case anyone has further inquiries. Um, this is really inspiring work. Um, so thank you for sharing it with us and for all of our viewers today. I hope in the future, we definitely see more youth activists take it upon themselves to create meaningful change just like this. Uh, I will be posting my email address in the chat as well if anyone has questions about what cause inspires you, um, as well as the application to apply as a speaker. We love hearing about all the action youth are taking, um, and it'll be a great opportunity to voice uh, your movement on, uh, for a cause. So be sure to follow our Instagram and Facebook pages to also stay updated for our scholarship opportunities, future podcasts, and events. And speaking of future podcasts, next week on, on July 8th, Wednesday at the same time, I'll be on with Sisters Kunchin and Kajal Raju while they discuss the impact of dance on their lives and how they were able to share that impact with the community.